Uh, it's Monday morning. It's all about breathing. We've got a big week ahead. This is our last week before Easter. Some of us are start celebrating Passover. Others are just getting ready for the spring. And we're back with the CXM experience. And uh, I'm Grad Khan, CXO at Sprinkler. And today I'm back with Neha, the breath yogi. Neha, welcome. Thanks, Grad. Thank you. Like our new intro, it's a little bit different from Jimi Hendrix, but I, I think know. it's uh, it feels uh, feels like the right speed for a Monday morning. I think uh, I think I'm kind of digging that. So we are. This is our fifth time talking. So the first uh, first three times we were talking about your background, which was really interesting. I, I found that to be one of the more interesting hours I've spent in a long time. And then um, last week we talked about breathing. I talked a little bit about my sort of meditation technique and all that kind of stuff. Um, you talked a little bit about breath generally. Um, I think you made the comment that people only use about 30% of their lung capacity. So I'll give you an update on my week. So what happened to me this week? And, uh, and then we can, for the benefit of everybody who's listening, go through some more breathing exercises and, and you can take us where you want to take us. Cause I think you also want to talk a little bit about burnout and and all the challenges people are facing at home. Uh, so I uh, had a great week. Um, That's good. <laughs> I, I had a great week um, for a whole bunch of reasons. I I did get my my stitches out, so my cancer surgery's done. Cancer's all gone. We did. They did a final check, and they got it all. And great so I news. got my, my stitches out today. Thank you. And I'm not overly disfigured, so I think I'll still be able to walk into a restaurant and not be thrown out. Um, but um, the other thing that is, I think, uh, really cool about this week for me is I started doing something I haven't done in a very long time. And I used to do it almost religiously for probably oh, nearly a decade. And then when I moved to New York and my whole life got turned upside down, there was a lot of disruption and um, I stopped going to Pilates. Wow. And I love, I love Pilates. I love Pilates. And so I, I like finally Pilates. started Pilates again. And um, yeah, I'm <laughs> going to Avenue Pilates in Delray Beach here in Florida. Susan is my instructor yeah. and she's amazing and very mm. good. Like very, uh, really good Pilates instructors are really good at that sort of tweaky positioning, right? Like, like there's certain like bridge positions where you put your pelvis up and it'd be like, you, know, you got to push it like this way or, you know, this way or make the move, scoop it this way. Like they're really good at making sure you, you get into the right position so that number one, the exercise is a lot harder, uh, but also number two, you don't hurt yourself. And also the other interesting thing about Pilates is that Pilates is a lot about breath control uh, because mm -hmm. for most of the exercises, you're, the breathing exercise is part of the Pilates exercise. Uh, mm -hmm. So breathing in, breathing out. And in many cases, there are certain moves you do that I'm, I've been doing it for so long that I, maybe I've gotten so, I don't even know, I don't even know how I would do the move if I wasn't using my breath as part of how I moved out, mm. right? So mm. uh, I was thinking about you the whole time. I, I went to see <laughs> Susan uh, twice this week. I'm seeing her again tomorrow. Uh, and I was just thinking about you and your sort of breath exercises and breath uh, discussions we had. So uh, you've been on my mind all week. And so I was looking forward to today's session. So I wanted to, to tell you about that. I wanted to talk about that oh, um, and glad. say that uh, breathing's been on my mind, which is probably a good thing. 
And uh, and let's let's catch up with you. What's your week been like? And and what do you want to do today? What do you think is going to help our increasingly? Um, uh, I'm not sure how people are feeling these days. Like there's this weird mixture of hope because um, vaccines are rolling out. More and more people I know mm. have gotten vaccines. But also, I heard today that I know yesterday. I heard yesterday one of the world's largest packaged goods companies isn't going to be opening its offices until December. So we're still mm. maybe even a year away from from any kind of normalcy in terms of people's lives. And I think the that this has clearly been a challenging year. We're basically a little bit over exactly a year, right? Uh, it's been yeah. a challenging year, and it's probably another year ahead. So talk to me about what you're seeing and how you think breathing can help. Yeah, no, first of all, you look great. I, I like I love the orange on your skin. Oh, you you're like the orange shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you always tell great. me to wear color, nice. and I never do. And but yeah, maybe yeah, maybe I should wear color. But it just it <laughs> just you. brightens your face. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> right? No, and I love Pilates too. Like I'm glad we can finally go back into the studios. That's helpful. But yeah, I've been talking to a lot of people on you know across the globe through my role here and. I think in general, you're right, there's this mixed feeling. Like some people are even scared to take the vaccine. They're like, I heard is that, this yeah. really legit? Is this legit? Like, did they skimp on the trials and stuff? So I would say, you know, I've been just telling people, go to the World Health Organization, read, mm. get your information from the source. So just go check the official website, right? And I think a lot of people are burnt out. And the World Health Organization kind of reclassified burnout, making it not a, you know, it was classified as a disease state. Now it's kind of something that's an outcome of prolonged work-related stress that impacts health. Interesting. So it's not uh, like the onus is kind of like shifting from the individual to kind of like, hey, it's a thing that organizations have to get get up and be a little bit more aware about because they play an integral role in if employees are feeling burnt out or not because the key factors that lead to burnout in a lot of way are out of the control of an employee. At Sprinkler, we're kind of getting ready to roll out a, a specialized sort of initiative around it, but we're still in the works with it. But yeah, I did want to kind of, that's the feedback I've had from people who I've spoken to that it's been helpful and it'd be great for people, other people to hear that. So I was thinking that may be a good idea to talk a little bit about it. What is burnout? Like just an educational perspective and also just kind of normalize it in the sense that, hey, if you're feeling burnt out, you're not alone, okay? And it's not your fault. The latest survey is showing that nine out of 10 people feel feeling that way. Really? In a, wow. Oh God, the, the nine data out of 10? That is unbelievable. Wow. 89% of the people who responded to a survey done through Harvard Business Review across 46 countries with 1,400 participants from different organizations reported a decline in their work-related well-being. Really? And the number, of, wow. yeah. So wow. it's not just you. If you're listening to this, yeah, and you're feeling like overwhelmed, it's not just you. It's like, but but only only if you're from one of from one of those forty six countries. 
The other, the other 90 countries are all good. They're all fine. It's just those 46. So if you're in one of those 46 countries, you're in really big trouble. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, hey, you know, one thing yeah. I'm super proud of at Sprinkler, yeah. and it's something yeah. that we have not spent a ton of time talking about as a company. It's come, it's like, I think we posted it somewhere, or I think it may have been mentioned in a po- blog post, but uh, we were voted one of the top 50 places to work during the pandemic, which is actually kind of amazing given how yeah. many thousands and thousands of companies there are out there. And I will say that I think a big reason for that is you. Oh, I'm so like, I think you are a secret can... ingredient. You made a big difference. <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful. Like I'm grateful. I was right time again, mm. right time, right place. But yeah, this is my purpose of life, right? I am here to serve people. So where better to be? So if you feel, if you're feeling burnt out, like if someone hears what you said a couple of minutes ago and sort of nodding their head gently right now, which is like, yeah, it's been a rough year and it's not necessarily been a horrible year. Like good things have happened this year to lots of people and people gotten promoted and people are continuing to, you know, lots of people have had challenges, but lots of people are at work. They're working, right? Mm -hmm. So I know tons of, I mean, a lot of my friends are in the theater business. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh my God. Let's just shut down. There's no, and there's just no, shut down. there's nothing else. Like it's like, it's kind of mm. all a bunch of small businesses. They've all gone under. Uh, and so that's pretty r- r- almost ridiculously bad situation that no one is yeah. really talked about. Uh, so I know in my Facebook feed, I'd say almost the majority of people aren't even working like at all. Okay. Yeah, and so if you've yeah. still got a job, actually, you could say you're one of the lucky ones, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah. nonetheless, even in that situation, even if you've got your job, maybe you've been promoted even, maybe you're about to get your bonus for the year or whatever, you're still feeling overwhelmed. So what do you recommend? And I do have one thing I want to ask you about when you, I'll let you go first, but then I got, a, I got a question for you. But what do you recommend? How do people manage that? If that's that gnawing sense of burnout, what do I do about it? So I, I think before jumping into the solution, I do want to zoom back a little bit and help people understand what is burnout. Okay. Because you can only solve something when you truly understand it. So according to the World Health Organization, burnout is a syndrome of exhaustion, hmm. inefficiency, and cynicism. Oh, interesting. So it has to be all the three components together to say that I'm burnt out. Wow, okay. Cynicism. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So cynicism is like feeling very disengaged with work or feeling like, oh, I don't like this sucks. My I, I got an unfair assessment on my right. performance review or something right. like that. It's a combination of those three things. And burnout was a problem even before COVID. I think COVID just exacerbated it. There's a lot of uncertainty. People don't like uncertainty. So there's a quiz, actually. You can go take that quiz and figure out, are you at burnout? Are you at risk of burnout? What stage of burnout are you at? I think that's really important to understand because if as a manager, you're trying to solve burnout for a person on your team and they're actually feeling cynical and not really exhausted, and you give them another app and be like, hey, go take a day off. It's yeah. not going to kind of help them feel less burnt out. Actually, it happened here at Sprinkler. We did this session for one of the teams and they, you know, the manager was very generous enough to come back and share this feedback with us that 
he was able to have a conversation with somebody on his team who actually needed a change in job and he's like i'd rather lose her to a team in sprinkler than leave her like you know have her leave the company types so i think identifying is very important where are you and which of those three things needs to be addressed first right that's great so that, okay that's important so am i feeling extremely cynical am i feeling uh i'm really physically exhausted or i'm like just being inefficient i roll into my bed with my laptop i get out of the bed with my laptop and i still get feel like i have a ton of stuff to do that's also something i feel like a lot of people are struggling with uh grad because i think covid has blurred the boundaries completely so i think that's one more thing like first identify and then we're going to the way we're planning to kind of address that here is that we'll have like mini modules on each of these things okay and then go from there it's it's just coming from this place like somebody already has access to headspace and they have access to virgin pulse and they have access to my wellness breaks and actually they're inefficient right so no matter how much we give them in terms of replenishing themselves as self care it's not going to be it's not going to help them if they don't put a system in place for an efficiency or if they're feeling cynical and they need to address that with their manager so yeah. that's the first step i think that's very cool i mean the cynicism piece that's really it is a tough one because if you find yourself in a very cynical place it's mm-hmm. very hard to get excited about oh oh i see so so the way you're going to help me solve this massive overwork and uh the fact that i'm you know chained to this chair for 15 hours a day is you're going to like tell me to breathe that's that's it that's yeah. your that's yeah. your solution <laughs> oh okay that's that's good yeah. nice the guy yeah thank you um yeah no i get it you know one of the things that uh, i've not heard people talk about as much this year and it was it was starting to become a little bit of an issue a uh, kind of a of trend and it seems to have kind of disappeared and i i i'm just going to i i haven't talked to you about this in advance so this will be mm-hmm. hopefully not super surprising but uh, a little bit surprising maybe but we were actually living for the first time in a situation where this particular tactic of dealing with stress is more available to us than ever and actually very accessible but I've not heard anyone talk about it. And this is something Winston Churchill used to do. Uh, and actually many, many, many famous world leaders and many famous uh, inventors. And there's actually the, the list of people who use napping as mm-hmm. a technique for managing is extraordinarily long. Like mm-hmm. Einstein and Thomas Edison and like the list goes on yeah. and on and on. And for the first, I mean, napping's always been challenging in the workplace because you can't, it feels weird going to sleep under your desk. Now, I think people have tried it and there's been, you know, little initiatives here and there, but it's just it's just weird. But mm-hmm. we're all at home. Yeah. Like no, we're all and- at home, we could put a meeting in our calendar saying, you know, super important meeting with a really important customer or whatever, and we could go and have a nap <laughs> for an hour and a half. But I'm not hearing anyone talking about doing that. In fact, all I'm hearing about is everyone's back to back. Yesterday, I had 15 meetings back to back. Wow. Wow. One after the other. By the end of the day, I was only 15 minutes behind, which I thought was like a minor miracle, but it was like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was relentless. And so what's yeah. happened? What happened to napping and what's going on there? And what's your perspective on it? Because I always find I can breathe more easily after I have a nap. 
No, and in fact, in the Sprinkler Happier Level 2, the pilot that's going on, we we tackled sleep in two parts. And last week, we did talk about, like, what's the ideal nap? You know, depending on your chronotype, what's the ideal time to nap? But I think, yeah, napping is very, like, I would say it's a very good strategy to replenish your mental and physical energy. Right. And more and more so as we are moving away from more of the, you know, the technical stuff that we had to do ages ago to more like information related processing mm-hmm. we need. Uh, it's more important because the brain needs to rejuvenate. It takes up about 50, up to 50% of your energy is consumed by a brain when you're in deep thinking and doing analytical thinking. Really? So you're going to, yeah. yeah. You're so, full of really cool data points. Yeah, they just, yeah. and you just you just kind of roll them out just like out of nowhere boom 50 percent of your energy is taking out of your brain wow okay well, interesting well because i'm although i do know some people program. that that's definitely not true for <laughs> when you're doing analytical thinking right it can consume right. up to from anywhere between 25 to 50 percent amazing it's also because we're in the midst of developing the whole sprinkler program and giving it the finishing touches. Uh, anyway, so yeah, napping is a very, very important strategy. It depends on which kind of, what kind of office you have, what kind of space you have. And also it's, I think more than napping, it's about it, this time is forcing us to instill some discipline, right? And forcing us to kind of like have almost like a template for ourselves. It's forcing us to do that this cannot go on like if the company you mentioned is not going to open their doors till december this you pretty much have the entire 2021 and post then also i heard diane say on the last town hall that you know like more than 60 70 percent of us want the hybrid model right you know so i don't know if it's ever going to get back to the way it was so yeah it is but it depends on your chronotype if you are a night owl and you 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 can't like you can't and you nap, then you're screwed. You won't get good quality sleep at the night. At night, so oh, generally speaking, generally speaking, napping is a good idea. And I don't know if you know this guy, Sleep Doctor. No, I don't. Oh, he's been featured on many, many. Like he is known as America's Sleep Doctor. He's been to Doctor Oz. You should check out his website. Oh, yeah, cool. And yeah. of course, and of course, all the data and the research points to that a good nap. There are different types of naps, but a good nap is about at least 20 to 25 minutes. And mm-hmm. a sleep cycle is around 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you want to, you want to rejuvenate enough. Either you complete the 90 minutes or you mm-hmm. get up after about 20, 25 minutes. So that's, that's the goal. You don't want to take a nap too close to bedtime because right. then it's going to start impacting how your sleep drive as you go closer to the evening. And it's going to keep you awake. So you want to take a nap anytime before 2 p.m. Idly between like 1 to 2 is a good time. You know, after. Mm. Uh, like the morning cortisol has worn off. And mm-hmm. that's when it can really kind of like give you that fresh alert energy. And give you a lot of energy. So around 1 to 2 is a good time to do that. No later than 3 p.m. So, okay. So <laughs> let's um, let's go back to, so what do we want to do today? You want to do some breathing or? I will. I I do want to like close the loop on the burnout conversation. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, you know, like the 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 cynicism piece that you were 
bringing up i just want to like whoever's listening to this i just want you to know that if you're feeling that way don't beat yourself up okay please don't beat yourself up it's more likely than the person next to you is also probably feeling the same way but they're just keeping it together right so i would recommend that there are few things that can really help right uh, first is journaling write down mm. i do this every day and it helps bring your unconscious thoughts into your conscious thoughts and once you are doing you know putting it on paper it can it kind of like out of your head and on the paper right and you can objectively then think about things that you need to take care of and the second thing i want to leave you with is be your best friend be your own best friend harbor thoughts that protect you that empower you and not something that puts you down There are things that are overwhelming you. Yes, put it on the paper, energize, replenish your energy levels, and then objectively look at that list and see what can I do. It's like a slight shift from questioning and um, resisting what is to okay, this is what it is. Now, what I do, what do I need to do? Do I need to have a conversation with my manager? How can I build a structure for myself where I can succeed and help the organization succeed? Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that best friend thing. I think you're right. People people and you know, I've been here too. We get sometimes get really hard on ourselves. You know, a lot of the time. You really berate ourselves, right? And it's like, well, yeah. if we can't be our own best friend, then you know, who is? You know, it's uh you can get into a bad spot there. Yeah, no, and if if you think you're like depleted and you're useless and you're not being able to manage it's not just you okay like 9 out of 10 people and that rep- that service pretty representative is probably feeling that way nobody gave us a manual and said hey here's how you do what how you survive a pandemic okay <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> oh my gosh wouldn't that have been something well that talk about best seller i know oh, boy i wish i'd written that i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think there's still time grab you think it's still time well there's still, well, I hope there, yeah maybe there is yeah maybe how to survive a pandemic you know let's backdate the publishing yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah Probably yeah, that's no, incredible. Um, well, that is great. Okay, so so what else? So why don't we uh, why don't we end that end that end today there? Like, I think that's a good okay. idea. I like that, and we'll we'll kind of come back next week with more more of the breathing exercises. But you know, let me see if I've yeah. got it here too, Neha. Make sure I see if I've learned the sort of the lessons. So burnout's a real thing. Most people are suffering from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're feeling it, and that's, I'm going to get something wrong here, I can feel it coming here. If you're if you're feeling it you can do a few things. One is journaling as a way of getting it out. Uh, number two is to focus on your your energy and make sure that you are taking care of yourself and making sure that you're being kind to yourself and not beating yourself up because everyone's feeling the same thing. And the components of, and this is where I'm going to get it wrong, the components of burnout to recognize it in yourself is there's exhaustion, there's cynicism. And what's the third one? Inefficiency inefficiency right right takes a long time to get stuff done okay cool you don't feel like you're being productive interesting i like that a lot okay so Mm -hmm. so for all of you burnouts out there which is all of you actually you know what i want to really here's what i you know what this is actually kind of what i want to know so who's the who's the one out of ten 
Who's the whack job out there who's not burned out after all this? Come on. Like, you know, seriously. Can we see? Oh, you? Okay, great. Also, okay. I, think, okay. I think it might be me. <laughs> I'm the whack job. So, yeah, the, the being burned out, that's like normal, everybody. You're good. You're good. Like, watch out for that one out of 10. They're the ones that are just like endlessly excited and optimistic and full energy and super efficient. It's like, ah, that's not right, man. That's just not right. I mean, jokes apart, I think it's people whose commute was very exhausting. Right? Yeah, good point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I do want everyone to know that this is not something we're taking lightly. You know, we're doing our best. We're also learning, but we're committed to doing the best we can to support everyone through it. Fantastic. Well, Neha, that's as always an amazing session. Great way to start the week. Um, I'm going to wrap today and then we'll be back next week because every, Every Monday is our, uh, our breath yogi day. And, uh, and thanks for coming today. So um, I'm going to wrap. Do you have any last words? Anything else you want to add just before I kind of bring in the final close off? Yeah, I, I just say that, you know, you got this. Even mm. if you're feeling overwhelmed, you got this. You can do it. Keep breathing. And we'll be back next week with some Fantastic. more information. I love that. All right. Well, for the CXM experience, I'm Grad Khan. And today here, as always on Mondays with Neha, the breath yogi. And uh, we will see you next time.